0: Sometimes you read or hear or watch a story where you just have a sense of dread. You just have a feeling that things are not going to go well in this story. Good books and movies can sometimes deliberately create this atmosphere as a way of foreshadowing, trying to heighten the tension and draw you into the story. There is sometimes just a sense that things are going to go wrong, and we sit on the edge of our seat waiting to see how everything's going to play out. We do get such a sense in today's verses. Paul is officially now being taken to Rome, as he has invoked his legal right as a Roman citizen to be heard by Caesar in a court of law. Acts chapter 27 verses 1 through 12 continues. When it was decided that we would sail for Italy, Paul and some other prisoners were handed over to a centurion named Julius, who belonged to the imperial regiment. We boarded a ship from Adramidium, about to sail for ports along the coast of the province of Asia, and we put out to sea. Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica, was with us. The next day we landed at Sidon and Julius, in kindness to Paul, allowed him to go to his friends so that they might provide for his needs. From there we put out to sea again and passed to the lee of Cyprus because the winds were against us. When we had sailed across the open sea off the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we landed at Myra in Lycia. There the Centurion found an Alexandrian ship sailing for Italy and put us on board. We made slow headway for many days and had difficulty arriving off Sinaitis. When the wind did not allow us to hold our course, we sailed to the Lee of Crete, opposite Salmonae. We moved along the coast with difficulty and came to a place called Fair Havens, near the sounds of Lacia. Much time had been lost and sailing had already become dangerous because by now it was after the Day of Atonement. So Paul warned them, men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. Since the harbor was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. This was a harbor in Crete facing both southwest and northwest. So after a lot of talk, Paul is finally on his way to Rome, and we get to see a bit of a play-by-play of his journey here, learning how things came about to get him there. As they set out on the first ship, the text notes that this was occurring after the Day of Atonement, the great Jewish holiday, which is to tell us that we're in September or October in our calendar year. This is the time of the year when fall is in full bloom and winter is coming, the weather is bad, and storms are much more frequent on the sea. There's a little foreshadowing here for how things are about to go, and Paul gives a dire prophetic warning. This trip will be disastrous. Paul seems to have some prophetic insight here, but has always been the case throughout all of Scripture. Prophets are often dismissed and ignored. Being right is not always enough, and people are often more willing to lean on their own understanding than listen to what the Lord might be saying. We should not get too discouraged if this unfolds in our own life. The prophets of old were treated the same way, as of course was Jesus and his apostles. So if we are being ignored when we know that we're right, we can be assured that we are in good company. For you to mull over as you go about your day today, have you ever had a time like this when you were right, but you were dismissed? It may not have been in a prophetic sense like in today's passage, but think of a time when you knew for sure what the right choice was, it was proven to be right, but you were dismissed and ignored along the way. What emotions does that conjure up as you reflect on that experience? Is there anything you could have done differently back then, looking at it through hindsight? What did you learn from that experience, and how does that relate to the verses that we've read in today's passage?